For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, Coach Sean Kirby here, and thank you so much for joining me on the Catching Passage with Coach Sean Kirby podcast. I'm super pumped to be back for another episode. Man, in this episode, guess what we're going to do? We're going to talk all about being recruited and playing for the University of Hawaii. All right, man. So first things first, let me say, wow, what an experience. It was definitely the best years of my life. I have so many good times, met some great teammates, some who went off to the NFL, some that went off to normal lives after just like me. Unfortunately, I tried out for the NFL and I didn't get drafted, but those days and nights in Hawaii will always, and I mean always, be some of my favorite memories of all time. So how did I get there? I worked my butt off, which is required at CCSF, City College of San Francisco, and with some help from the city coaches, I was lucky enough to get what's called a full ride, and I was offered a full ride, a full athletic scholarship to a few schools, and that's all because of, definitely because of the coaches at City. Ultimately, I knew Hawaii is where I belonged. I mean, the second I stepped off the plane on my recruiting trip, I felt like I heard music if I heard music, it probably would have sounded exactly like this. As I first looked around, as I stepped off the plane, I instantly noticed the beauty of the island and the weather and the way the air felt when I was there. And then I slowly started to notice as we traveled around town and headed towards campus, and it looked like there was some awesome, different, unique type of food. And it was, the women there were unlike anything I had ever seen. And I was ready and fired up and super pumped for my recruiting trip. You know, on my recruiting trip, I got to see campus. I got to see the Hawaii nightlife. One night I got to go to a club. There was amazing food and scenery. I got to go to the Magnum P.I. house and have lunch. Got to ride back all the way around the island in the back of a pickup in board shorts. It was really cool because... It's legal in Hawaii, for those of us on the mainland, it's legal in Hawaii to ride in the back of a truck, and if you're on a scooter or motorcycle, you don't have to wear a helmet. I mean, we went to Pearl Harbor, we did it all, we did the works. They even took us to Aloha Stadium, and they announced my name and had the recruits run on the field. From City College of San Francisco, junior wide receiver John Kirby, and then they had me run out on the field. That was one of the best parts of it. And then at the end of it, it wound up with a meeting between myself and head coach Fred Von Appen. And coach Fred Von Appen had coached with the 49ers in the 80s. I believe he was their special teams coach. And I remember shaking his hand when I went to sit down to discuss my scholarship. And then as he was talking, the sun kind of shifted and he was sitting at his desk with his hands up. And as the sun kind of shifted and shined, and that shine hit me right in the eye. And I'll always remember that because it was almost like a sign for me. Hey, you're choosing the right place. 
Coach Von Appen asked me what I thought, you know, and he knew that I had four other recruiting trips to go on. But I told him that I knew I belonged in Hawaii. I loved it the instant I arrived. And, you know, all these years I've always really felt part of Hawaii. I always give respect to the islands when I arrive and before I leave. I never litter. I take good care of it. I've always shown much respect to the islands. So I was so happy to be offered this opportunity. Coach Von Appen had a big smile on his face, and he said, Well, guess what, John Kirby? I'm delighted to hear that. He shook my hand and seemed so excited that I was going to sign. And after that interaction with Coach Fred Von Appen, I knew this was the right place for me. So receiving and accepting a scholarship, you know, nowadays it's really rare. But after meeting with Coach Fred Von Appen, I knew Hawaii was the right place for me. And I knew receiving and accepting this scholarship was also very special because of my grandfather. Now let me tell you a little background of my grandfather. He was an amazing baseball player at Jefferson High School in Daly City. He was offered a full-ride baseball scholarship to the University of Stanford, right down there in Palo Alto, about 30 miles south of Daly City. However, he had to turn it down. Now, my grandpa had Italian immigrant parents. One, actually his father, worked for the sanitation department and injured his arm so bad to the point where it was affecting the income for the family. So only my grandfather and his mother were the main sources. So his mom said, sorry, no sports for you. You have to turn it down. Supporting the family comes first. So there had to be so many years that my grandpa thought about that missed opportunity. I looked at my scholarship to the University of Hawaii as an opportunity for my grandpa to live out his dream vicariously through me. And man, you know, to see his face out there, every time I was out, made all the hard work worth it. And he never cared once I made it to Hawaii about my stats or how much I played, just that I was part of a college team, something that he missed out on and that I was fulfilling his old dream through me. Now, even though we finished three and nine, let me tell you about a few of the coaches on the Hawaii coaching staff. I had three favorites. My three favorites were head coach Fred Von Appen, QB coach Guy Benjamin, DB coach Rich Miano. Coach Fred Von Appen, he was an awesome players coach. Every time I would see him, no matter where we were on the field, walking down the hallway, he'd always say, how's it going there, 8-7? Or 8-7, there's my man. I really, really loved Coach Fred, and I knew he loved me too. I'd like to thank Coach Fred Von Appen for everything, for recruiting me, and for teaching me one of the most valuable lessons of all time. If you're not 10 minutes early, you are late. So let me tell you how I learned that and how influential, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're late, is in my life today. So I remember one of my first meetings when I got there in January 97, as we were talking about earlier, was a big team meeting at 6 p.m. Well, my city roommate and I arrive at 5.55. We go in and everyone's already there, including all the coaches, everyone, and the meeting's already started. So Coach Fred looks at us, city guys, and another couple of Hawaii football players. He says, all right, new guys, you're going to learn a valuable lesson right away. And that is, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're late. So the meeting starts at 6, you better be here by 5.50, ready to go. We are early and ready to work. 
So another coach took me, my roommate, and those other players out. We ran a couple miles around the track while they were having a meeting. Let me tell you, they filled us in after about what the meeting was about. But it was a lesson I'll never forget. And it's a lesson that I've always taught my receivers, anyone I've ever coached or taught. You may know that phrase, and I've said it to you before. If you're not 10 minutes early, you're late. And here's one of the reasons why I love it so much. I got a message on LinkedIn a few months ago from a former player of mine who told me he received a job offer and is going to accept. And it's because of me. And I was so flattered and, you know, I wanted more details. So I asked him and he said that out of the 100 applicants, he was the only one that showed up not 10 minutes early, but 15 minutes early. And a lot of the applicants were equal, but because he showed up early, he received the job So he messaged me to tell me, thank you so much for teaching him that. But I learned that from Coach Fred. So thanks, Coach Fred Von Appen. And second coach, I loved him to death. And this isn't in any order of, you know, how I like them or anything like that. Coach Guy Benjamin, quarterback coach, coolest coach on the staff, man. He's always upbeat, positive. Many of you may know him as Joe Montana's backup in the 80s. He was a Stanford legend as well. He was hilarious at practice. I loved hanging out with him whenever I got the chance. I'd listen to his 49er stories. They were always the best. And, of course, he was, you know, one of my heroes since everyone from the Bay loved the 49ers in the 80s, especially in, you know, 80s, early 90s. And one of my best memories about Coach Guy, and I don't even think he remembers this, but it was our third game of the year. We played at home against Wyoming. I was visiting with some friends and family. I missed the team bus, but they always made sure we got home somehow. So then I saw a guy pull up in his, you know, beach pickup truck. It's just like, a, you know, old Ford or something back in the day. It says, Curb, hop in. Gives me a ride, you know, all the way back. He was just telling me all these positive things. I think I had a couple catches that game. He told me to keep working hard and he's going to do everything he can to keep pushing to get me in the game. And uh, one of my best memories of him at practice, we were doing what's called one-on-ones from the 10-yard line into the end zone. And the dude I was going one-on-one with, I wound up shaking him off the line, one-handed it in the end zone for a touchdown. I remember a guy got so pumped. He was like, yeah, Curve. He came and picked me up off the ground. He's like, that was a big-time move. That was a big-time move. That's all I remember. Picked me up, and he, like, walked me back. And then I saw him go over to Coach Fred. He's like, man, we got to do something to get Kirby in the game, Coach. We got to get Kirby in the game. And I love Coach Guy. He always had something good and positive to say, and that helped me tremendously in Hawaii, especially when I first started. So thanks, Coach Guy Benjamin. You were the man and continue to be the man. I love you, Coach. And to Coach Rich Miano, you know, he always had my back. He had positive things to say all the years I was there, in 97 when I played and in 99 when I was playing for Coach June Jones. Love Coach Miano. He was like a hero of Hawaii. He was like a local boy, went and played for the Jets, came back. You know, he was on the news for a while and then came back and coached. And I love Coach Miano. Great dude, Coach Miano. I'm sure he's still there coaching. Love you, Coach. Thanks for everything. Let's talk about being on scholarship. One of the perks of being on scholarship was, you know, I could go downstairs and eat breakfast or dinner anytime I wanted before we started what was called training table. And training table was the set amount of food we needed to eat in order to get big and accomplish our physical goals, such as putting on weight, bulking up, etc. What's cool is the dorm they put me in, all my classes in the first semester were right across the street. It was like the way my coaches and advisor 
you know, kind of eased us in to our first semester there at college. And each scholarship player was assigned their own advisor to help them with class, you know, class scheduling, picking a major, you know, for those that started undecided, I started undecided because of our awesome educational system, my year and a half of city college, none of it transferred. So it's basically as a junior eligibility wise, I was starting as a freshman in school at the university of Hawaii. So come on college system, get it together. So one of my first awesome memories was being called down to pick up my books. And I remember going down to my position coach's office. It was the coolest thing ever. You know, there were stacks of bags. It was a University of Hawaii Manoa bookstore bag with all my books for my first semester, everything I needed with my name on it, it said John Kirby on it. It was one of my coolest memories. I'm sure that pales in to comparison, you know, what it's like nowadays. And now athletes even get sponsorships. And man, if I could get a sponsorship, you know, after a few games in Hawaii, I could have sold Kirby vacuum cleaners. You know, I could have done something like that. That was the case. It was so cool, even just little things like that and training table and, and being on scholarship. I always loved all of that stuff. Walking on campus, let's talk about this. Man, the first few weeks I was there was absolutely heavenly. I remember that because I got there, it was January, and I expected some cold weather. You know, I was used to that in the Bay. But as I'm walking around campus, it's girls in shorts and Daisy Dukes. It's 78 degrees and humid. It's like raining down the street, but not two blocks up. There's all these crazy things. There's girls in tank tops. It was just like going to school at a vacation resort. And the UH Manoa campus was the best. You know, I went through spring morning practice. It involved skill development and conditioning from 6 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. every morning with a lift right after or at your scheduled time. Then to class, training table, rinse and repeat all over all spring. It was one of my coolest memories about spring morning practice was I experienced my first typhoon in Hawaii. <laughs> That's what it was like because I remember we're laying there on the field. We're stretching on our backs. It's about 5.55 a.m. We're about to get started. And all of a sudden, it started raining so hard. I still remember this day. I, we couldn't even see. We we're all wearing sweats. It soaked all our sweats and made our clothes like 15 pounds. And coach was like, hey, we may have to play in this. And he was right. So let's get used to it. We did all our drills. We did all our stuff. And, man, that was one of my most favorite memories of morning practice, practicing for the first time in a Hawaii typhoon. We went through spring ball. We went through all that, went back home for the summer. And it was almost time for the real fun to begin. It was time for the season. Now, with the season came a lot of post-game celebrations, as well as some opportunities to do charity work. And if you want to hear more about that, tune in for the next episode. Yeah, sorry, guys. I had to leave you with the cliffhanger. But please come on back. Thanks so much for your support. And I can't wait to share with you what happens next. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to the Catching Passes with Coach John Kirby podcast here on the Believe Network. If you'd like to send me a message, you can contact me on Instagram at Coach John Kirby or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Coach John Kirby. And as we end every show, aloha.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.